this day. Thank you for watching over us. Thank you for just the sweet communion of your Holy Spirit, allowing us to recognize just how great you are. Yes, yes. Just thank you. Just thank you. Just thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Father, be with us now as we attempt to unpack the text and open up our minds and our hearts that we would receive what you want us to receive. Thank you, Father. It's in the name of your Son, my Savior, our Savior, Jesus the Christ. Let every heart say, Amen. Thank you, praise team. Thank you, praise team. Thank you, praise team. Um, I'm thinking of this again, just random, random thoughts. Um, you know, when uh, you, you, uh, folks say, you don't know who you're messing with. Uh, Sister Beeks said that to one of our grandkids uh, when they were uh, acting up one time. And she said, listen little girl, you don't know who you're messing with. <laughs> and her response, her innocent response was, I don't know who you're messing with, who I'm messing with. I say that to say, we don't know who we're in relationship with. I, I'm convinced of that, uh, that we, that, uh, gosh, I get ahead of myself. Um, we, we, if we're not careful, we'll go through rhythms, and the rhythms become just that habitual. And we, we, we run the risk of losing all. Every knee is going to bow. Yes. Exceptions, believer, non-believer, every yeah. every time will confess that Jesus is Lord. Oh, I get that in the eschaton, but we have the Holy Spirit, the same Spirit of the Living God that raised Jesus from the dead, resides in us, and we ought to display that awareness, that reality. That's why Jesus said, "The kingdom of heaven." is now. It's arrived. And if we're not careful, we'll continue we'll continually look for that 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 physical revelation of a present reality. I know, I know. If the pastor makes what he's saying. What I'm saying is today we conclude our systematic look at the fourth to the ninth chapters of the book of Genesis. A series that we titled the uh, Floods and gates. And today we end at the 28th verse of the ninth chapter. Thank you very much, Madeline Thorne, for the reading. Uh, she uh, innocently asked me when I asked her, she said, That's it. <laughs> it's like, yep, that's it. That's it. Two verses. It's this is this is it. This is the period. But as I shared with uh, our deacons this morning, I said, Don't, don't. Don't be bamboozled into the, we'll get out of it, don't worry about it, but, but don't be bamboozled at all, just two verses, huh? And there, there's very few, uh, very few letters. After the flood, 
total of 950 years. And then he died. I don't want to read too much into the text, but I don't either want to uh, miss the obvious. Noah's summary, his epitaph, uh, is the same as those listed in chapter 5. You remember, just, just go back. It's your own work. You can, you can reread chapters 4 through 9. But in chapter 5, it was boom, 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 boom. And his epitaph is similar in form and rhythm as the others. Um, here you see that it's just like, you see the living 950 years, 350 years past the flood. And then there's this hard slamming of the door of this thing we call life. He lived 950 years. Jacqueline and then he died. He died. You remember the 8th verse of the 6th chapter? The 8th verse of the 6th chapter, you remember it said, Noah found favor in the eyes of the Lord. Remember that? The ninth verse reads, Noah found favor in the eyes of the Lord. And in the seventh chapter, fifth verse, it reads, Noah did all that the Lord commanded him. So what are you saying? He stood out. He was given direction. He followed through. There was a conclusion to his life. He lived 950 years and then he died. What are you saying? I'm saying, what I'm saying is that I've been to more than a few funeral and homegoing services. And what I have witnessed too often, too often is that there's a and I'm talking about those that confess Christ. There's almost an obligatory homage to she gave his she gave her life to Christ at a young age, or he gave his life to Christ at a young age, or a specific day. But then there's a progression or a listing of all types of activities that may or may not. Again, I don't want to read too much into it. That may or may not. Uh, align themselves with the point in time when there was a confession of faith. What are you saying? This is what I what, what I read uh, at a lot of homegoings. Uh, she made quilts. She was an avid quilt maker. There's nothing wrong with that. Oh, he was an avid golfer. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, he liked to fish. They traveled the world. All of these things. And I, I had it. But is there a connection to the point of relational connection, if you will? Is that pivot point in life? I confess Christ at a young age. I gave my life. You may 
There was a time before, and there was a time after. I mean, obviously, even with the with the birth of our Savior, the whole the whole clock, the whole world's uh, accounting of time pivots, hinges on the year of our Lord and the time before our Lord. And in our lives, if we're not careful, it, it, this is I'm talking about. It's not just word choice or nuance. It's a reflection of a life lived. So I ask the question. It's more than rhetorical. What will be said for me? What will be said for you? You do know that there's an expiration date, right? Whether you, whether you know it or not. Uh, trust me, uh, Noah lived 950 years. I don't think anybody here is going to live 950 years and go out on a limb and, 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 uh, and state that. Uh, but whatever time God has given you, you do know it comes to a halt. There is a finite amount of time that we have. Um, so I've asked repeatedly, what does it mean to be a part of a community of faith? That is, that is the soapbox that I've been on of late, and I'm going to keep asking that. What does it mean to be a part of a community of faith? Maybe the better question is, what does it mean to be a child of God? A follower of Jesus Christ. What does that mean? Church membership? Good works? Give a few bucks? Maybe I, 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 I signed a confessional. Uh, maybe I've even been, I've been immersed in water. What does it mean to be a follower of Jesus Christ? Um, I've also asked the question that early on in our study, what's the difference between Noah and Ned? Who's Ned? See, you don't even know. See, uh, who, what's the difference between Noah and Ned? Well, and for the ladies, Nellie, or, or, or some, whatever the female equivalent of, the, of Ned. What's the difference? The conclusion of this thing we call life is the same for all of us. And then we die. But it's that dash in the middle. The dash, the time between the entry and the exit, filled with voices and opportunities. Uh, I suppose that's why Jesus put it this way. This is, these are the words of our Christ. My sheep listen to my voice. I know them, and they follow me. Believe it or not, I'm almost done. So, uh, just, you know what that means, too. So, uh, so why Sister Jones hasn't even budged from her chair. So it's like, no, I'm not going for the banana in the tailpipe. No, 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 no. I've seen this movie before. Um, there's a PBS show, uh, and I forget if it was penguins or, or walruses or seals. I'm not sure which. But it was a whole flock or herd or whatever the, the, the term, um, term is. But there was a whole, I just remember this. There was a whole bunch of animals in this area, this rookery or whatever. And the, the commentator, the voiceover person was saying, you would think it would be a hard 
in this case, to identify and hook up, to link up with its offspring. But that wasn't the case. Uh, there was an audible connection between the parent and the child. The parent would squawk, bellow, whatever, make noise, and in a call and response type of way, the, the child would do that. And there was all types of signals and noise going on, and it's like, how can you, how can you really hear and, and zero in on who's my father? Who's my father? Because there's a whole lot of noise uh, going on. There's all types of noise. But there was a call and a response between the parent and the baby that affirmed their relationship. The baby didn't respond to something, someone that looked like their mom or dad. They responded to their mom or dad. And conversely, the parent didn't go to a child or, 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 or whatever the animal was, which I remember, the penguin or something, and it was like, oh no, no, that's, they didn't get confused. There was clarity. My sheep listen to my voice. I know them. They follow me. Preparing for our decade plus, uh, Deacon Tracy, of uh, church anniversary. Put in a plug, August 20, August 11th, I'm sorry. August 11th. It's forced me to recall just how City Church became City Church. I've shared this probably with a lot of you, uh, the, the story uh, individually, but now I'll probably say it for the first time. Well, why here? Why, why, this, why this assembly of, of people and place and all of that, and why not anywhere else? It's not because I didn't hear other voices. It's not because uh, there weren't other voices that said, come here. There was a voice that of opportunity. It seemed perfect. You know, if you're called to, you say, this is what I say to what does, what does, what does it mean? You're called, you assented, you said, God, yes, I'm answering yes to the call. I give my life to you. I give my life to ministry. I, I yes, 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 yes. Okay, so now what? Well, someone says over here, Someone says over here. Someone says over here. So what do you, how do you decide? And what, what do you do? Well, that opportunity came to us, Gail and myself. And it seemed like a perfect opportunity. Happened to be in Reno, but, you know, hey, gambling aside, it's a, you know, it seemed like that in my mind, in my mind, what better place to have ministry than in Reno, Nevada? That's fertile ground. Gambling addictions, alcoholism, all types of maladies, kind of the stuff that goes around here, but even a bunch of the puppets in Reno. Welcoming situation, wonderful situation, people that love God. 
Seem like that's what we should do. But I had enough wisdom. Just enough wisdom. God, speak to me. Speak. I, I, I need I need to hear your voice. Coming down from Reno. Glorious weekend. Glorious worship. Probably around the altar somewhere. Holy Spirit spoke to me. Didn't say anything. Then I turned to Gail. And I said, Is this for us?
and we want to do those things, we're, we're inclined to do those things that seem right, and we don't think about the envy and destruction. Um,
sing the song. Don't know if we mean it. First child 
women don't even know yourself. Ten times a checkbook and you're trying to figure out life and you're telling me how to raise you. We're not even that, the, the, the parallel isn't even that close with God. We can't balance a spiritual checkbook. And we're trying to navigate, we're trying to negotiate with God. Give me this, fetch me that, you want us to do that. And uh, so my prayer every morning is, God, just protect me, my children, my grandchildren, and mold me and shape me into your perfect image. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Not a whole lot of words. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, Lord. But it's the depth of my soul. Yes. Because I'm dead. I'm not known. Let's pray. Our Father, our God, again we say thank you. Thank you for the sweet communion of your Holy Spirit and thank you for these fathers. We love you and we praise you. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Let's stand. Watch over us, protect us, guide us.